Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Michael Foley, and this is Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo. Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo is sponsored by the Center for Humane Living in Phoenix, Arizona, which has as its vision to inspire all people to live peaceful and compassionate lives. My goal is to incorporate ancient wisdom acquired from a lifelong study of martial arts, formal business leadership and coaching training, and my life experiences as a maternal fetal medicine physician, husband, and father of three to explore strategies for living a happy and fulfilled life. My approach is to use eclectic storytelling to help with the discovery of universal truths that may be applicable to your life. Don't believe anything I say, however. Seek to discover it all for yourself. Let's get started with today's topic. The next episode is self-care, the missing ingredient. I'm going to start this story off by talking about a beautiful fictionary fantasy house. We're going to call it the white picket fence, the beautiful house with the white picket fence around the periphery. You have a beautiful garden within that white picket fence and you're sitting on the porch and just watching it. There's a beautiful garden, there's grass, and there's a gate right at the front. And what you do is you let in some people that you love into the gate and they smell the flowers and walk around the grass. And and then you love people even more and you invite them in. And a few more people come in on the grass And other people hear about it, and there's so much great things going on in that yard that more and more people come in and you say, come on in, come on in, there's plenty of room for everybody. Yes, yes, yes. So they walk in, and pretty soon before you know it, the entire yard is completely full of people. And they're trampling on your grass and your beautiful flowers. And all of a sudden, you look at it, and everything's being ruined. It's not what you imagined. And you get angry and you say, everyone out, everyone out of my yard. And you throw everyone out of your yard and you slam the gate. Good riddance, you say. And you look back and your yard is all trampled. And even the people that you love and you really wanted in the yard, you threw them out too. This is about a story about boundaries. It's a story about burnout. It's a story about self-care and how you can find that essential ingredient to make it really work. Well, we know that burnout is pretty common. It's a vernacular that's used every day now in the medical profession for sure. And I'm sure in many other professions because there are just too many things going on at work and in life that stress people out and they get kind of burned out from the entirety of their, their existence. Well, really burnout kind of consists of three major things. One of them is you just get exhausted emotionally. So it's emotional exhaustion. The other part of it is, is that you begin to depersonalize the people around you. And in medicine, it's sometimes you start treating the patients as a disease process instead of a person. So the depersonalization process kind of comes into play. You start treating the lady in four or the lady with this disease or that disease instead of Mrs. Jones or Mrs. Franklin. And this leads to 
unrest and difficulty when you begin to depersonalize everyone, both for the people and for yourself. The third component is that you stop having the reward from things that used to bring quite a bit of reward in life. You lose the happiness that comes from things that you used to do. And now you just can't find that same reward. Now, when you couple all these together, you have burnout. And in fact, you throw everybody out of your yard. You begin to lose the recognition of all of the important aspects and pieces in your life. And you throw them all out because you're exhausted, you've depersonalized, and you can't find any reward from any of it anymore. So you've gone into this concept of burnout. Now, many of the characteristics that we work in the workplace today is trying to find some ways to help people out of burnout. It's kind of like our previous couple of podcasts ago, we talked about upstream thinking. Well, if you remember that, trying to get somebody out of burnout is like rescuing the child from the water. It's not preventing the child from being thrown in the river in the first place. So we really need to be thinking upstream here. What is it that we can do to help prevent this burnout? Well, I think if you think about it, we really need to have more boundaries. We learn to shut that gate and our white picket fence. We keep inviting people in and saying yes, because at heart, we want everybody to like us. And we don't want to say no to people and potentially hurt their feelings. So instead, what we do is we invite them in. And then we invite someone else in and invite someone else in. And pretty soon we got so much on our plate that we really can't give any clear attention, compassion, love, and gratitude to any one thing anymore. We just throw it all out. So we really need to figure out how we're going to close that fence, how we're going to create a boundary in our life. Because without these boundaries, we can't really be compassionate, loving, and show gratitude to the people that we really want in our yard. And in fact, we leads us to burnout. Of course, other aspects of self-care are important too. We have to look at getting the right amount of rest, eating the right diet, and getting the right amount of exercise. These help with our, our body physiology that allows us to be able to be calm, be relaxed, and take care of business in the right way. But how is it that we begin to learn to say no? How do we decide what to say yes to and what to say no to? Well, I think if you listen to some of Brene Brown's work on boundaries, it's incredibly insightful. And she says, well, how do you decide? Does it feel okay? Is it okay or it's not okay? And if it's okay, it fits within the boundary. And if it's not okay, you got to kick it out. You got to keep it from coming in your picket fence to the very beginning. So we really have to learn just to let in the people that we want, just to say yes to the things that are really making us feel right and have a really sensitive antenna out for things that we ought to be thinking about saying no to. For example, maybe we should say no to things that are not directly in line with our values, our personal strengths, our ability to align our own mission statement with where we're going in life and just identify 
what is it that we've had some successes with that we feel nurtured by, that we want to grow in, that we're intrinsically drawn to. These are the things that actually are our strengths. They come from our individual talents that we put some knowledge and time and education and experience around to make them strengths. And these strengths are what we work tirelessly around and feel refreshed by. We want to play to our strengths the majority of our time, and we want to choose the people and things to say yes to that are playing to our strengths the majority of the time. We have to learn to shut that fence and keep everyone out. Now, this is harder than it sounds because we're all kind of yes people, and it's hard for us to say no. So look at the things that fit your harmony goals. The short and long-term goals you have around your personal relationships with your family and your partner. Your goals around personal passions, short-term and long-term. Your community goals, your spiritual goals, your financial goals, your family goals. All of these things are so important to be able to consider. And if they're in line with your harmony goals, well, invite them in. Invite them to a beautiful yard. If they're not, close the gate. Keep them out. We have to learn to stop resisting everything in front of us and sometimes blend. And sometimes blending means yes and. So we're not going to say no, but we're going to have to say yes and and put some boundaries of what that and means. The next thing out of your mouth needs to be specific requirements for you to say yes not just a blanket yes. Some of the things that cause us to continue to be burned out is carrying with us difficulties and burdens from the past. In a previous podcast, we talked about dropping the burdens. If we continue to carry the burdens of the past and we continue to say yes and fill our yard, so to speak, with all of the things that we really don't need to be doing, They're not essential to our harmony goals. They're not essential essential to our, our classic values and mission statement that we have as human beings. Then we need to learn to say no to these things. And we need to say, no, we're not going to continue the burdens of the past. We have to learn how to begin to blend a little bit more. And you can check back with a prior podcast when I talked about blending instead of resisting. These things help you. Get free from burnout, to keep you from getting into burnout. You see, real self-care is more than just diet. It's more than exercise, massages, facials, pedicures, going to the spa. It is setting boundaries. That's the missing ingredient, setting boundaries for yourself so you can truly express the love, the compassion, and the gratitude that brings forth life fulfillment. This is really self-care. This is what keeps you from burnout. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo. We hope the information shared perturbs new thinking about finding fulfillment and harmony in your lives. We hope to inspire all people to live peaceful and compassionate lives. 
So feel free to share this podcast widely with members of your family, at work, and at school. If you find the information helpful, please subscribe so that further episodes are sent your direction.